Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It's uh, 7 past 12. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, News Talk 830 WCCO. We're the home of the Minnesota Twins, and you know by now, Joe Maurer, into the Hall of Fame, first year of eligibility, 13th player with a Twins connection to enter the Hall of Fame. When he enters the Hall of Fame, he will be the youngest person in the Hall of Fame at this present time. Not the youngest ever. That's Colfax. But again, the St. Paul native, the three batting titles, the story we all know. Joe Maurer in, and we'll cover it extensively today, doesn't mean we won't get to other serious news, the murder charges involved in the death of Ricky Cobb. We will get to that, the fallout from New Hampshire. But certainly, we're going to have a lot of dialogue on Joe Maurer in. Rocco Baldelli, the manager of the Minnesota Twins, in studio. 205, former manager of the Minnesota Twins, St. Paul native, Hall of Famer, Paul Molitor at 105, and the man who made the decision to draft Joe Maurer, a man I've probably interviewed more than any sports executive in this town, Terry Ryan, former Twins general manager, is kind enough to join us. Terry, like all of our guests, is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Sir, it's always a pleasure. How are you? I'm doing well, Chad. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while since I've talked to you. It has. I hope our paths cross. You know what great respect I have for you on the business side and uh, friendship. Let's let's go back to this draft because this is a draft filled with three stars. Joe becomes a star. Pryor already was a star in college and has a lot of success but then his health gets to him, and Mark Teixeira. How, I've, I've read, I've been reminded again of stories of when you made this decision and then also trying to come to terms with Joe. Take me through that draft day. When were you 100% convinced that you were going to select Joe Maurer with the first pick? Well, on that day, you know, it gets when you're one-one. You want to make sure that you do your due diligence, and signability is a part of that. So prior, you know, we needed pitching. There's no doubt that he would have been the, the guy if we decided to go pitching. Teixeira broke his foot, Chad, so it, it kind of came down to Pryor and, and Joe. 
And we got into the meetings the week leading up to the draft, and we had a number of people see both those guys for a reason. And I was one of them, but Mike Radcliffe was the scouting director, and we had all our supervisors see both those guys. It was a good debate in the meetings about who was the best and who was the right fit and the signability and the history of injury and so forth. And on draft day, we decided to draft Joe, and you try to get some idea where the dollars are going. And it was apparent that both those guys were going to sign. And uh, I left the decision up to Mike and the scouting department because of their depth and who they've seen and their history. And they knew what they were doing. I had a say in it and a voice. And ultimately, it was going to come down to my responsibility. But I wanted to make sure Mike made, this, made the choice. And it was on draft day. That was before you had slots and all that kind yeah, of stuff. So right. The money, money is wide open. You, we had a good rapport with both agents. John Boggs represented Mark Pryor, and Ron Shapiro represented Joe Maurer. We had a good rapport with both agents, so we did a lot of talking, and ultimately Mike decided we're going to take Joe Maurer. Okay, so Mike, who has since passed, who anybody who knows him, and I know you two were extraordinarily close. Whenever I dealt with Mike, he was just a great human being. And so well-respected in the business. So, Terry, are we talking it's 30 minutes before the final decision, an hour before? When did Mike finally say to you, Terry, I think Maurer is our guy? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk for Mike because I, I think he was really leaning toward Joe maybe a day or two prior to the draft. But I wanted to make sure that certainly the signing, we we can't blow this draft and not be able to sign the guy. Yep. So I had had some talks with the family, and you know I had people talking to John Boggs about prior. You know, it it came down to maybe the morning of the draft, but I mean we made that decision probably before that, and all we wanted to do was get some sense of where the dollars were headed, so we made sure we signed him. So let's talk prior a little bit. He He's in college at the time, and people are just in love with him. That, you know, he's got the mechanics, he's got the mindset. You finally have started to turn the franchise in the right direction. And people believe that Pryor is one of these rare guys who can go from college, he can move into a rotation, and he can help you right away. Because of what you did the year before, having that success and kind of laying the foundation. How strong was the temptation to say, man, pitchers are such a crapshoot. As great as Joe looks, he's still 18. Here's a guy who could be pitching for us in a month. That's the dialogue we had in the room, Chad. It was just like that. I mean, there are a lot of people who say, prior, he darn near can step into your rotation right now. We probably would not have done that if we took him. Joe was maybe one or two year minor league guy we thought maybe even you know maybe a little bit more but they were both equivalent as far as talent ceiling we considered joe the top guy in the position ranks and my and prior the top guy in the pitching ranks and it was a extremely uh, pivotal draft for us. So we were coming yep. off a horrible year, of course, and we yep. we didn't have people coming into the ballpark. And you know, with Joe's history up here, everybody knew who he was with all the football and the basketball and his baseball 
history. He he had quite a resume. Prior had everything you're looking for in a starting pitcher. He had he had the body, he had strength, he had the mechanics, he had the arm action, he could spin the ball, he could slow it down, and he was athletic. So it was a, it was a tough decision, and I think a lot of us, and there were, there were people that, that said we should take Pryor, there's no question, but there are a lot of people that thought we should take Joe, and his, his uh, I guess, geography didn't hurt any. <laughs> and we, all, we also knew the one thing that I did want to say Pryor would have been a safe pick. Joe would have been a safe pick. But Joe wanted to be a twin, and that was good. He, his favorite player was Puckett. He had a lot of history with Paul Molitor and what mm-hmm. he did in the game. So that that was another thing you have to take into consideration, plus the family. They were all baseball people, and I think they were twins people, and that, that didn't hurt us any either. Did you have any hesitation, you know, when you say Joe wanted to be a twin? Was there any awareness about Pryor, whether he wanted to be a twin? Well, I think Pryor would have signed, but I think it was safe to say that Joe was a much bigger fan of the yeah. Minnesota Twins sure. than Mark Pryor. You know, like the Cubs took him, and that was a good pick. I don't know where the Cubs would have went if if we would have went with Pryor, but I think they probably would have che- uh, selected Joe. Seems like that was the logic one. Terry Ryan is with us, the former Twins general manager talking about the decision to draft the now Hall of Famer. News comes out yesterday. Okay, you back in those days were traveling constantly, including the minors when Joe was working up uh, quickly. Was there one moment in the minors where you just went, there's no doubt, this guy. I mean, I, I, I knew I liked him. I relied on Mike. But just seeing him at this level, he's going to make it, and he's got a chance to be great. Is there are there one or two moments that really stand out? Well, when he went to Elizabeth and hit 400, Chad, that was enough for me. You know, that's that's a, that's a <laughs> difficult good. league yep. for some college players, and we sent him right there. And we sent Jake, his brother. We drafted him, and we sent him there together, which I thought was a good thing to have happen. But when he hit 400 in Elizabeth, then. And I got, I got down in there to see him. He he looked so much beyond and above the other players in the league. It, it was obvious that okay, we we should, he's this guy's going to be on the fast track. And then I saw him in Quad Cities, and the same thing happened. And then you get down. We started him at Fort Myers just to keep him in the warm weather, but we shifted him up to New Britain, and he was way above the talent and the level out there. And that's about the time we decided we better trade AJ Brzezinski and make room for Joe. And I mean, at the time, AJ was very good. I mean, he, he fit and obviously that trade worked out remarkably well, but you had a guy at the catching spot. If you would have kept him here for the next five years, you would have been fine with that. Yes, that's accurate. AJ Brzezinski was a good player and, He's one of the few catchers that stayed back there and played in the major leagues for about 20 years. Yeah, no, so you're right. That, it was a big decision to make there, too, because we we were fortunate that we got a good return on that, and it just didn't work out for the Giants with A.J. for for whatever reason, but it certainly worked out for the White Sox when they moved him. But we needed pitching, and Nathan was a guy that Wayne Krivsky, uh he was 100% thinking that, Joe could close. So, all right, we needed that. And then we got Bonzer and 
Yeah. Liriano, Liriano was a pleasant surprise. I, I'm not sure we knew exactly what we were getting there, but we we liked him a lot. We had big numbers mm-hmm. on him down in the minor leagues, but he wasn't healthy much for the Giants, and yeah. that's the only reason that they sent him in that trade. Yeah, I, I, I think that turned out pretty well. You decide to draft Joe Maurer, then you trade A.J., and it's too bad Francisco didn't stay healthy. I mean, who knows what you do in 06, but – you know what he gave you, and then Nathan. I mean, what a remarkable transaction in total that turned out to be. Yeah, some of it was excellent scouting by by Wayne Krivsky. Billy Milos and Jose Marzan had identified a lot of the things that went on in this. And I don't know, there were there were guys. Uh, a lot of people had their hand in that trade, and I, you know, bonds are as much as you'd like to get a more powerful pitcher. Bonser did a decent job for us, and he mm-hmm. was probably the third guy in that trade. But I don't know. Nathan ended up being – his name has gotten into this equation some. With, he's some, one of the better relievers in the last 20 years, I would say. is yeah. safe to say. No but doubt. I, it ended up pretty good. Uh, I'll finish with this, and I'm going to ask uh, audience members. In fact, text right now, 651 when you think of Joe Maurer, what first comes to mind? So Terry Ryan, the guy who ends up okay in the draft and is running the team when Joe comes up here and has his success. When I say Joe Maurer, what is, what is your first thought? Well, let's go in, in the first time I saw him was in high school. And I got to tell you, I saw Joe play football. I saw him play basketball, and I saw him a lot in baseball. The first thing I thought, well, this guy, he's a, a Florida State quarterback. That's what I was worried about. And the second sure. thing, I see him, I said, this guy could play in the Big Ten in basketball. And then I see him throwing off the bullpen mound out there, and I said, he can be a pitcher. <laughs> you know, he's throwing 92-3, and three, yep. just jumping out from behind the plate to close out a game. But, it, you know, it, in the minor leagues, he just dominated in the first – Game we got him up there, second game I guess in 2004. Chad, he he hurt his knee. Yeah, that's right. And that that was not good at all. So things didn't start out so good. But I just you know the swing. You go back to the way he looks at the plate and it's just effortless. He's got a beautiful swing and you know the Ted Williams comparisons and all that stuff. But it, it was phenomenal. And then he evolved. And the last thought I saw was when I saw him take the the uh, catching gear and put it on that last game and his two little girls came out. Holy cripes. Yeah. That'll bring a tear to your eye. So there are, there are a lot of emotions when you follow Joel. Uh, great respect for you, my friend. I hope all is well. I appreciate you come on, coming on and maybe our paths will uh, cross. Maybe who knows, maybe in this weekend or sometime soon. You bet. Chad. Thanks for the time. Terry Ryan, uh, quality general manager, quality human being, whether things were going great with the Twins or things were struggling, Terry Ryan never hid. And a lot of people in sports, a lot of people in politics, a lot of people in life, when uh, life is lousy, but you're in, a, you're in a visible position and you magically make yourself available when things are well, but then you run and hide when things aren't going well, you can learn a lot from Terry Ryan. Okay. What do you got? Terry just touched on a lot of points. He might have touched on almost every point I've written down, Dave. If you think of Maurer 
and you think of Joe, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Should we go with the Golden Valley bit, that he's born in Golden Valley? No, I don't no, want to go can't. with that bit. Not today. We can't. He wishes he was born in Golden Valley. Not really. Not really. You think it's worked out in St. Paul? A much better restaurant town. Oh, that hurts. Golden Valley, underrated restaurant town. St. Paul is better. First thought when you think of Joe Maurer, what do you got? Call or text? If it's call, quick point, great. Text, fine. They're the Joe Maurer. Talking text lines today. I mean, we should name him after him. Why not? He's not going to call in to disagree, is he? Is he going to pay for it? Probably is. He's providing his content today. He can afford it. He can afford it's it. Fine. He, he's doing okay. 651-461-9226. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's got to, right? We have to. It's a big day for birthdays around here, but it there's is. nobody bigger than Neil. No, you're right. You're right. I mean... I didn't realize until about a half hour ago it's Vanita's birthday. Happy birthday, Vanita. Yes, she and uh, Mr. Darusha. Yeah. 74 today for Jason. Good for him. Good. I mean, he looks 62. I'd say not a day over 62. Yeah. yeah. Happy 74th, Jason. Happy, I don't know, is Vanita, does she tell us the birthday? Are we doing this nonsense where a man can say and a woman can't say? It's so ridiculous. She seems like the per- kind of that would, wouldn't mind. I don't think she'd I think care. she'd give the number. I don't think she'd care at all. Neil, 83. This song gets no play. I just don't understand why nobody plays it. It's one of the deep cuts. Have we thought about, I've got an idea. What if Neil, on his birthday, calls in and chats with Jason on his birthday? That would be, that would be amazing. You want to try that? That if, would be absolutely Maybe Neil's delightful. listening right now. I don't know. Yeah. Could he sing happy birthday to Jason? Well, he'd sing it probably to himself first. Not naturally. You know. He should. Yeah. All right. When I think of the ball guys in St. Paul, here's my order. Harrigan. Yeah. Molitor. I get that. Maurer. Mm-hmm. Winfield. Okay. 
Morris. Good list. You know, in that order. Mm-hmm. So you're number one. Thank you. You think of Joe Maurer, what comes to mind? <laughs> sadly, excuse me, sadly, what comes to mind, one of the first things is the amount of people that gave him no respect as a twin. Yeah. We're going to get to that the, in the hey, one. How come he hits, doesn't hit bombs, you know? Oh, another four six three. While well, he's, you know, winning an MVP, batting titles, gold glove. Listen, you know me, I'm not going to be timid in criticism, but I think the two guys who ended up getting criticized way too much here in town, Garnett and Maurer, because they didn't fit kind of traditional roles like KG. I don't know, maybe the 33rd, 24th best player of all time, somewhere in there. There's no doubt there were a lot. Trust me, I was there for 99% of them. Here we go. KG on the block, orchestrating. What's he going to do? Passes. Yeah. That's just who he was, right? And and we laud a lot of passers. We laud unselfishness. But KG, and I'm not saying all this criticism was unfair because that's absurd. But KG ended up taking too much of that on the scoring as was just appreciating that he played the game the right way every damn time. Finding the open man was a good idea? Yeah. You know? (laughs) Now, were there times, hey, as a guy who got paid a salary during the regular season, you talk about somebody who wanted them to win the playoffs. Salaried employee, regular season. Paid by the game in the playoffs, baby. (laughs) You don't think I wanted them to win more? 100%. And were there times, Dallas series in particular, what are you doing here, dude? You're just, you're amazing for 44 minutes. You got to take a few more shots. Yes. Absolutely some of it was valid. Plenty of it was valid. Too much, though. Too much. And Maurer. I got it. Because some of this was fed by if you should see him in batting practice, if he wasn't catching, if he wanted to. Yeah, and it was you know the twins saying, "Well, he's going to grow into his body. Don't worry. You know, after a couple of yeah. years, he'll be a home run." Oh, yeah, I mean, and he had the twenty-eight bomb season, the final yes. year of the dome. There are reasons for both guys, absolutely unequivocally. Do you feel this way? I just think sometimes it was excessive. Yeah, he just far too many people didn't appreciate the great things he was doing, and you know, being a singles hitter or you know, hitting doubles, not yeah. a bad thing. I think it's just the the swing and. Uh, Either the looper to left center or the shot to left center. Yep. You know, if I got to think of one thing, and Ryan Terry gave someone, how about how about it just his ability to just manage the plate as a hitter about better than anybody, mm-hmm. right? And again, didn't swing at the first pitch, right? Yep. And there are times you're like, could you just once? <laughs> Could you just – so, again, a lot of these things – I just think they're harped on maybe too much at times. Uh, how about the catch around the screen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Who who did he catch up to when he sprinted back? Was it in Baltimore when he sprinted back to home plate and tagged the guy out? I don't I'm remember seeing who it, it was. But it's, it's just an amazing play. <laughs> it's just such an amazing play. Bilateral leg weakness yep. has to be a part of it. The concussions – I still think people in this town diminished the impact. And I oh, was just dinged. His career completely changes after the concussion. Completely and totally changes after the the reoccurrence. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the 09 season, 
And also, why didn't more of that happen? As great as he was, I mean, as a Minnesotan, well, just let's say as a Minnesota player for a professional team, has anybody ever had a free agency walk year better than Joe Maurer? I mean, I mean, just set himself up for the eight years, 184, which right now is like, is that minimum? I mean, what is that right now? <laughs> um, down, a lot of text. Down to earth, level-headed. Never embarrassed us. Love of the game. Joe Maurer, humble. Clean cut, Amer- all-American and boring. Bilateral leg weakness, single hitter. Joe's, well, I'm just reading a series of texts here. On the Maurer, talking text lines. Joe's a 100% stand-up guy. Been a great mo- role model for a professional athlete. Class act all the way. Lovable in every aspect of his path. First thing comes to mind is how he inspired me to fall in love with baseball as a kid. I would probably never play Little League if there was no Joe. I'm sure that goes for thousands of kids in Minnesota grow up watching him play. That's a great one. If Maurer had not been a catcher, I think he'd been a first ballot. If Maurer had not been a catcher, I don't think he'd been a first ballot Hall of Famer. I agree. Uh, let's see. Non-emotional, non-leader, but remarkable catcher winning three batting titles. Why is he not a leader? Because he didn't scream and yell? I think we get too hung up on the yelling and screaming and leadership. Yeah, doing it publicly. And I and I like words too. Like I like Tory Hunters. You know? I also heard KG over and over again screaming like a crazed man at times. And then I'd hear sometimes the spin never all KG was just he let us let me like because I was lucky enough flip let us have a mic in there and be like not really. No, I think it was not really tri- uh Trevor Plouffe tribute on Twitter yesterday saying he didn't talk much, but when he did, everybody stopped and everybody listened. You know what, uh, also, if uh, you play every day until you have these crazy things that happen, if you play the right way, that's there's also plenty of leadership in that. Um, lightweight, three playoff wins in 15 seasons. Yeah. Uh, not a lightweight. The fact that people called him too soft is just ridiculous. But the lack of playoff wins, that's a part of it. Just is. Rena is next on CCO. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Arena is here. She's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I uh, I was listening in to your conversation off air with Dave Harrigan, and when you called Joe Maurer jerk and said he doesn't belong in any Hall of Fame, I was kind of shocked that you would say that off air. Do you want to defend yourself on air for saying that? No, I'm drunk. <laughs> Good. Um, I would I would like the record to show I did not say that. Joe Maurer is an excellent human, and you know who's even better? His lovely wife. Dave, didn't you just tell me that's what Rena said? I could have swore that's what you told me. No. No, she said that about you. Now, oh, Joe. yes, yes. Well, that's the difference. <laughs> that seems fair. How are you doing today? I'm good. By the way, when the Radio Hall of Fame comes a-knocking at your door, I hope you pick me to speak at the end. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, Please. I'll give the wrong date if that takes place. 
It's in uh, Guam. It's in uh, Guam on uh, the 13th month of the year. Uh, Yes. Tell me you're not going to participate in naming the snowplow contest. Tell me that you're not going to participate in this. No. I I think it jumped the shark um, after Blizzo. Like, it, it... it was cute first time. Like, Mm-mm. we don't need to do this every year, though. Mm-mm. We just don't. You th- well, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. We don't ever need to do it. We stole this idea, right, Dave? Didn't we steal it from somebody else? It wasn't even – I mean, it seems oh, like – sure we did. It seems like such a quintessential Minnesota idea, but a lot of Minnesota ideas we steal. Would you like to hear a few? Snow White and the Seven Drifts. Shiver Me Blizzards. Orange, you glad you see me? Miracle on ice. Highway, Hercules. Flake Superior. I mean, get out of here. I mean, I'm not saying my life is that busy and certainly not that important, but you need to cut yourself off from whatever you're doing if you're getting involved in naming the snowplow contest. What are you smiling and shaking your head about? Eric, are you you consuming the list? I'm just reminding myself of some of the ones I absolutely love. Oh, get out of here. What are are some of your favorites? I like every day I'm shoveling. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, Let's see. Oh, gosh. There's one. I can't find it right now. I'll find it. I'll let you know. Sweet Child of Brine. I like that one, too. Don't Flurry Be Happy like That's that? very good. We'll bring Bobby back. Yeah. Dashing Through the Snow. Shiver Me Blizzards. Yeah. I just... Oh, for Sleet's sake. Beauty in the okay, Blade. That one, was, oh. that one was kind of my favorite. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, for Sleet's sake. Oh, for Sleet's sake. Come on now. An American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to high wind, a disgruntled passenger smelly farts. The big stink unfolded while on a recent flight from Phoenix to Austin was still on the ground. Before most people had boarded, I observed that this man, audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hung over a rough day, but as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something in his breath. After the majority of passengers boarded, the man reportedly explained, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? Just started passing so much gas, Rena, so much gas that eventually that's enough. The plane was taxing to the runway, but it came to a stop. The announcement came over. Apologies for the interruption, but we were returning to the gate. The man grabbed his bag and got off the plane. Who are these people? Honestly, who, who does this? What person thinks about this? Um, there are some terrible, horrible people in this universe. Yes, I, that's insane. That's... And like, how embarrassing! Like, do you do you think like I don't know, three years from now, he's going to look back on that and be like, "Wow, no, that's one of my low points." No, no, my gut. No? You think he's going to be like, "I was right." Yes, that that gut. Okay. My gut instinct, Dave, tells me he's outraged. He's going to sue the airlines. He'll have his own account, farting guy or something like that. And he had a gut instinct too. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but up, up, you'll fit right in in the snowplow contest and things like that. Dave, he's thank he's, he's gonna he's gonna love that he did this, right? I think he's very proud of himself, and he should be. 
He should be proud of himself. Yes. Why? Have you ever heard of an airline being able to throw somebody off the plane for flatulence? It's not his fault. He's got a little bit too much gas. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He was taking pleasure in it. Intentional flatulence. Yeah, yeah. This isn't. We can't have intentional flatulence. You can't just summon it up. Eh. I think, listen, there's a friend of mine. Who I flew with yeah. on t- Timberwolves flight. No, it's not me. <laughs> I I I'm okay in that area. Where and if Clayton, if you're out there, you know I'm talking about you. <laughs> Where we, I mean, if he started smiling, we were in deep trouble. <laughs> and this adult radio show, I'm sorry, and it grossed me out. But it was Rena, some of the worst ever. And he would do it on a plane. He would do it on a bus where we could not escape. But we all loved him. Okay. If we didn't all love him, we would have probably killed him at some point, which probably is problematic. I mean, we probably probably shouldn't do that. But it was – if he started walking back, he would normally sit two, three rows away from me. But he started walking towards me sometimes be for a conversation. Other times he'd be come over and I'd be like, no, no, Clady, no, <laughs> no. Uh, on the ground when we land, let's talk then. Nothing this important. Please get away. So he had the did ability he, to summon. Did the article name the person? Maybe this is your buddy Clayton. Um, no, no. Okay, well, it's uh, you should check in with him and see how things are going. I, I think it's going well. <laughs> Jessica Beal, are you familiar with Jessica Beal? Yes. Um, the actress in late December shared on a platform, I think maybe some of you know about this, but I love to eat in the shower. Uh, cereal, yogurt, popsicles, drinking coffee and tea. A ledge is really helpful. Something you can stick your cup, your yogurt container, your coffee, your espresso, whatever you're enjoying. I'd like to take a bite or sip or put it on the ledge. It's pretty simple, guys. You can do this. I find it deeply satisfying. Now, let me just say, um, as an adult, I'm willing to shower with Jessica Biel. That's how selfless, selfless I am. Okay. But eating food in the shower? Rena, have you ever brought in like a donut? How about this? Some uh, <laughs> Like a taco, chow mein, uh, some chili, uh <laughs> Pulled I love pork. me a good shower taco. Shower Pulled, tacos are the best. Whole pork sandwich. I mean, I don't know Which, what. By the way, sounds I, like a euphemism, doesn't it? There's shower a lot taco? of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure a lot of people out there have done a lot of things in showers. I mean, bravo to all of you. You do you. Nobody's harmed. I don't care. Have your fun. And I'm sure a lot of people are busy, and 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 we've all got our quirk. And but no, Rena, I've never thought. Hey, I got some <laughs> potato skins. I'm going to bring these up uh, for the shower. I have heard of people like drinking a beer in the shower. Yes, which for I, sure. I don't really get that either. But like, and also, and I know this sounds dumb, but like, how much water are you wasting while eating? Like, because you still have to bathe yourself, right? I, I would I just, assume so. Like cereal? Yep. Like, yep. it's cereal? Like, doesn't it get watered down? Like, <laughs> exactly. What? Do you, she must, do you think it was a joke? I don't think so. And by the way, the words deeply satisfying creep me out in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, 
Have you had a cocktail in the shower? Because I certainly have. No, I haven't done that either. Never. You've never had a cocktail on a trip or you're having, let's say you're having fun night with your significant other or friends are coming over. More more often, this has been on a vacation thing for me, um, where somebody says, let's say more likely it was a golf trip, and then we're about to hang out, and maybe we've had a drink after the round, and now we're going to shower up and have some food. Yeah, here's your drink. Go take a shower, yeah. put it off to the yeah. side. No, why wouldn't you just leave it on the counter and then drink it when you get back out again? I have a problem, I think, is what I'm admitting right here. Well, obviously, clearly, you can't even go 30 seconds without a drink. Oh, I I now love a long shower. I'm not very good for the environment anymore. I I think I'm helpful with the environment in many ways. But, no, I, you know, now that I've reached the age of 180, I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's why I'm arriving later and later. I'm taking these two-hour showers or something. So you're you're just drinking showers. Yeah, yeah. Not not before the show. No, the hot chocolate. I'd consider it. So you're. I mean, average shower time for you is what forty two seconds. I mean, you're just boom in and out. No, I'm a long shower person too. And then I start to feel guilty about the water, and then that's usually when I shut it off. So it's not that you're done. It's when the guilt kicks in. It's when the guilt kicks in. The water guilt. <laughs> Try a drink tonight after a long day. Bring what's what what if you're going to have a drink at home? What would be your drink now? An old-fashioned. Okay, I love old-fashioned. Make an old-fashioned and bring the, the shower drink in. Come on. I have a drinking game we can play. You guys come over, I'll make old-fashions, and we'll see who doesn't get bit by the dog. No, no. I thought we were all going to go into our respective in? showers. Say, does the dog go in the shower? Yeah, what, where's the dog? I might just stay in the shower the whole time cowering. <laughs> that sounds about right. Okay. Sounds on brand. Yes. We have to go. Always a pleasure. Have a great day. You too. Talk to you soon. She's always fun. Rena Sargentopoulos. Check her out on Care 11. Don't forget Paul Molitor at 105. More on Joe Maurer. Rocco Baldelli on Maurer and the Twins. Rocco in studio at 205. I tried to do it again. <clears throat> I tried to get Matt to go get us a treat. You're hoping for an entire pie. I get, I gave options. By the way, our, our Neil Diamond has blown us off so far. I thought it'd be great. Neil could sing happy birthday to himself, and then he could sing happy birthday to Jason when he joins us. Why would he sing to Jason when he can already sing to himself? That's fine. He can just sing to himself. And that was a disgusting comment when he got back to me. I read it to you. Oh, Neil. Not from Neil. Awful. Our Neil. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, we're talking Joe Maurer. We'll talk again. Joe Maurer with Paul Mahler. And I'll remind folks, Twins Fest this weekend, our coverage starts Saturday, 11 a.m. When I join Corey Provis and the individual with us for the first two segments, Joe Maurer, starting at 11 on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.